Dennis Rodman recently talked about having his jersey retired, what it would mean to have his jersey retired by the Chicago Bulls. And so I want to have a conversation today on what should be the requirements to have your jersey number retired by the franchise, as there are a lot of players that were key to certain points of the franchise history that don't have their jersey retired. We're going to talk about that. Plus, we're going to talk about the constant thought process behind some Bulls fans hoping that Jerry Reinsdorf is going to sell the team and why. Probably never going to happen. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And first up, we're going to talk about, like, Dennis Rodman, right? So me and Pat over on Locked on Bulls had a discussion about, you know, Dennis Rodman possibly having his jersey retired. And I'm sure you guys have seen everything by now with Dennis Rodman returning to the United Center for the first time in 13 years, being there for AEW wrestling. Um, but in that, he talked about, like, how important and how it, how it would make him feel to have his jersey retired and see his jersey up there with Pippen, with Jordans, right? And so, you know, it it – it brings that question, right? And me and Pat had the discussion on should Dennis Rodman's jersey be re- be retired by the Chicago Bulls because he was such a huge part of that team. Um, and and you know, the, and the second three three P. And yes, he did have the suspension at the end of that one year and did miss part of the playoffs. But you cannot overlook. I think even with that said, just how important Dennis Rodman was to that team. Just being what it was, leading the league in rebounds all three years he was here as well. I think he got named to all-defensive team one or two times while he was here. And while Dennis Rodman is a Hall of Famer, right, and we know that the contributions of five-time NBA champion, things like that, like, did Dennis Rodman do enough in a Bulls jersey to uh, to to garner having his jersey retired? And when you look at the seasons with the Chicago Bulls, the 95, 96, 64 games played, uh, in that, he averaged 14.9 rebounds per game, right? Um, we know that the Bulls won a title in that year. They won a title every year he's here, so we're just, I'm not going to say that. Uh, 55 games played in the second season here and 80 games played in his, uh, in his third and final year here with the Chicago Bulls, averaging, again, 15 rebounds per game. He averaged 16.1 in 96-97. But at the end of the day, like, Dennis Rodman was a huge part of what the Bulls did. When you look at the playoffs as well, in 96, 18 games played in the playoffs. In 97, 19 games played in the playoffs. In 98, 21 games played in the playoffs, right? And so Dennis Rodman was there, and he was a huge part to the Bulls' success at that point in time. I don't think too many people are going to argue that. And so, you know, you have to ask yourself then, like, is is getting and being a part of the three-peat a, a big enough accolade for Dennis Rodman to, uh, get, it, to get his jersey retired um, by the by the Chicago Bulls. And so while we have such fond memories, especially if you were alive during that that second three-peat time, like Dennis Rodman, the, the memories that we have of him are so fond, right, is that you you would automatically almost think, uh, uh, like, yeah, he should have his um his jersey retired. And so, you know, while I, th- I do think, and even in me talking about, like, the Andre Drummond, you know, Hall of Fame thing, I, I, I weigh championships as a huge part. Um, And so having being part of a team that won three, titles in a row among all the turmoil that we know um what what happened with that team during that time and you know how, how, how Krause was just ready to just blow everything up like I, I do think that if if I were to see Dennis Rodman's jersey retired by the Chicago Bulls I would not at all have any problem with it 
right? I, I, I wouldn't hold anything. I know some people can have the conversation and, and bring up, you know, why why he should or should not, and that's all fine and dandy. But when you look at Dennis Rodman, I, I have no issues with his jersey being retired. Now, to get to get move on from that is basically mean that the next thing that we want to talk about then is like, what would it take then? What does it take to get your jersey retired? Scottie Pippen was the last Bulls player to have his jersey retired, right? And so you while you see Phil Jackson and Krause's name up in the bleachers as well, the last one that happened was Scottie Pippen. And so while the Bulls have won no title since that time, right, you've had players that have had huge contributions for the team that have meant huge parts. Joakim Noah is one. Derrick Rose is one, right? And while Noah hasn't had enough time to go by, people have even made the conversation for Tony Kukoc, right? Why doesn't he have his jersey retired and hanging up in the rafters? He was part of, of, of the championships as well. Big parts of those. And so when you look at the it, around the around the 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 sports landscape as well, like jersey retirements are becoming less and less. Like, for example, the Chicago Bears, they will not be retiring any more jerseys. They've already said it. They're not retiring any more jerseys. They may create something like a ring of honor type thing or something later on to acknowledge, right, and celebrate players that have retired and been such a big part of that franchise. But like uh, the jersey retirements are kind of slowly but surely going away unless you're like the, the the greatest of the greats, right? And so I think that that adds importance to to having your jersey retired. And so, you know, as that type of thing changes and we look at players that we would like to see jerseys hung up in the Raptors and the Raptors, I should just say this, like, I like I would like the Bulls if they're not going to retire jerseys or if, if the, the barrier now is you got to be one of the greats, right? One of the greats of all time in basketball on top of winning us titles to get your jersey retired, which we'll see how long that holds up once Derrick Rose does retire and what the Bulls do there, right? And Because that could open up the floodgates if the Bulls were to retire Derrick Rose's jersey. Considering no titles or, or ever won or anything, that's going to really open up that conversation. But I do think that celebrating players is the biggest thing. And I know players who come back, they get their little video package and things like that, and that's great. But like, there needs to be something to honor these players, and especially in the UC, right? It, it, when you walk in the UC, I, I want to see something that just celebrates the great players that we've had here in the franchise. And you know, it's it's been it's 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 been a while since we since we celebrated a championship level and caliber team. Um, and you and I don't want to overlook like what that Derrick Rose era of the Chicago Bulls could have been had he never been hurt. But I do think that the Chicago Bulls do need to do something eventually to kind of you know just acknowledge some players and Dennis Rodman is definitely one of those players that I want to see acknowledged and and uh, memorialized in some type of way like in the U United Center even if like they, they have like a wing or something like that like I would love to see that type of thing but let me know what you guys think down below but next up I do want to talk about this topic and this has been something that has kind of we talked a little bit over on Locked on Bulls I know Jamal over at Bulls Central recently had a video on it and I'm not going to go that in depth right but it's the the concept of and and CF football candy. I think is I think is the username is one of the the people leading that charge. And here's what I'll say, right? Jerry Reinsdorf is never going to sell this guy. The Reinsdorfs. Let me not say never, but in our lifetime, most people who are who are collectively listening, this, if you're under the sound of my voice, you will probably never see a time in which the Chicago Bulls are not owned by the Reinsdorfs. And I get the you know the thought process uh, of like oh let's go to get let's not let's boycott games let's not go to get listen it's not gonna happen right and yes wild player wild fans do have the right to boycott and say let's not spend our money on this product right and I'm not saying if that's what you want to do by all means do it right by every and all means if that's the way that you want to display your dissatisfaction with this team or unsatisfaction 
whatever is the right word, right? With this team, do it in whatever way that you see fit. I'm never going to poo-poo on that, right? But I do want to I do want to put this in perspective. Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't give a damn. Let me just be frank with this. Jerry Reinsdorf absolutely does not care. And keep and the reason why I keep going back to this, right? Is keep in mind that billboard, I know a lot of Bulls fans now like to think, "Oh, well we did something by that billboard." That billboard ain't did shit. Right? It didn't. And even with the Bulls, yes, the, the ticket sales started declining for the first time in like almost a decade. And then we started seeing change. But even that change took Paxson to go to ownership and basically say, hey, you probably should get somebody else to do this job. Otherwise, they would have stayed the course. Right. And keep in mind, even with all that, that discourse by Bulls. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home. Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Fans, Jerry Reinsdorf still, they wanted A.K. and Eversley to keep on Jim boiling, right? They wanted them to keep an open mind in regards to that, I think is the exact phrase that was given. The fact of the matter is this, right? You, It would have to be such a sustained period of, of boycott, right, of, of sitting out games. And even then, the Bulls are a worldwide franchise. Even the pe- people who, who, believe me, those ticket sales are going to take a lot to drop off and like i said i'm not saying don't boycott in the way that you want but like i i like to be realistic and while the bulls are this worldwide franchise yes in large part due to what michael jordan and and that era of bulls did and, and turned the bulls into this global like brand that just so many people grew up with that jordan with that bull symbol and just knowing michael jordan that it's it's not it's worldwide right and that's why the bulls have the fan the worldwide fan base that they do like people like c red uk and 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 bulls troy right who like are 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 foreigners right they don't live in the in the united states but they're huge bulls fans and while that's great right we have to keep in mind that this is a business for jerry reinsdorf and and it would have to be so much outside of just not going to games to affect the Bulls making Jerry Reinsdorf money that I, I, I just don't see it be realistically happening. Jerry Reinsdorf, even you know, with the rumors of him selling the White Sox, that, that died off real quickly once we started hearing, oh, well, Jerry Reinsdorf's actually maybe looking to move, him, move them closer to the UC, uh, right? So he can build like this, this whole little uh, entertainment district and center and things like that. Like Jerry Reinsdorf is so ingrained in Chicago, and this is just outside of, of of sports, right? He owns so much in Chicago. He owns so many buildings. He so much of the revenue, so much of the Reinsdorf's profits and roots are, are rooted. Even though Jerry Reinsdorf is not originally a Chicagoan, are so rooted in the city of Chicago that the Reinsdorf selling the Chicago Bulls or the Chicago White Sox are slim chances to none, right? 
And it's and while you can boycott, you can not go to games, you can do all this, it's very unlikely that that's happening anytime soon. So, you know, I and I get it, and I understand why Bulls fans, especially with the way that this franchise has gone, the fact that we don't spend into the luxury tax, they use that. Like, I understand how upset Bulls fan, the fandom is, 100% and completely. But we have to be realistic in this, right? And we could talk about boycotting and not going to games all day long, which, like I said, that's the way you want to show your discourse. You're more than happy to do it. But this team, the, and, and and let's not even say, let's not look at it in the framework of how good the team is doing or not. Jerry Reinsdorf is still making money. And then by the nature of also being a team that doesn't go into the luxury tax, the teams that don't spend into the luxury tax get to, get to they divide that money. The, the, the chances of Jerry Reinsdorf selling the Chicago Bulls in our lifetime is slim to none. The best tra- chance that we have is to hope that Michael Reinsdorf, when he does fully take over the team, which he's running most of the day-to-day now from what we've heard, is that Jerry's taking a bit of a step back. He's still It's like succession. He's still in the background. I'm still calling most of the shots. But, like, the biggest hope that we have is that Michael Reinsdorf being younger, maybe being somebody who is more ingratiated to Chicago Bulls and, their bull, and the fandom and as a whole, right, because he grew up with it, maybe that that's the chance that we have for this Bulls organization to take a drastic turn, right, in the way that they operate. But the Ryan Storff selling the team, it's just not something that I see happening anytime soon. You guys can let me know what you guys think on all that down below, as always. Now, we are a little bit underneath, under a month away from um, Prep Media Day, and that's going to be something huge for Chicago Bulls is that once we get once Media Day happens, the preseason starts about a week after that. We're going to start getting clips and see who's going to, you know, happen with things and practice and setting that tone. And this is one of the most important seasons for the Chicago Bulls in setting a tone early. I know a lot of what we talked about so far in this episode hasn't been directly basketball related to this version of the Chicago Bulls team. But I do want to acknowledge and talk about the fact that training camp is so important for this Bulls team because this Bulls team needs to do something they have not done for the last two years. And that set a culture, right? That set a identity. This the the one thing that could take this team outside of Patrick Williams taking the leap, Kobe taking the leap, is a true identity for this team, a true sustained level of play, a sustained attitude, so to say, a spirit with this team. And so while I have hopes that the veterans that we brought in can help establish that, it really does come down to this team coming in. Nikola Vucevic has already said it, right? This may be the last time for this this version of this Bulls core. And so we need to see that this team understand the seriousness of the moment. And while we are waiting, and I know it's kind of the law, it's the dead period of, of NBA offseason, everybody's pretty much signed except Christian Wood, who may not ever get a deal. This is a joke. Um, but the Bulls coming into this, this is a season where I hope that we see something in this team that we just know what this team, who this team is going to be day in and day out, right? This has been a bipolar team for two, for quite way too long right in the way that they perform in the way that they you know they 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 battle back against adversity sometimes we see this team be able to put it on their back and really really battle back in certain games and other games just know can we stop losing the leads this is a a season of importance and you know i know we dropped the predictions megasode yesterday with all the bulls content creators and shout out to everybody who was able to be a part of that but like this season coming into this this bulls team needs to set that culture it needs to set that identity Zach Levine needs to look at himself and ask yourself, what are you going to be going for, right? What are you going to be? You've gotten your max deal now. You have that security. 
Now, and you're healthy. You were healthy, fully healthy for the first time this offseason. I'm looking for Zach Levine to have a big season. I, I just am, right? And it's not to put it all on Zach Levine because it's not, right? It's so many other things and other cogs that go into how the Bulls can be successful this year. Billy Donovan being a huge part in that, right? It, it, hopefully he's part of the success and not just part of the, of, the, of the bad part with the Chicago Bulls. But ultimately it's this, right? These players need to look at themselves and ask yourself, are you fine with settling for, a, for not even making the first round? You got eliminated in the plan, right? The questions around this team, the doubt around this team, making top 100 lists or not, I don't care about that. This team needs to come in and set that tone and identity early, right? Establish it, figure it out during preseason, figure it out during training camp. But once the lights are on and that season starts, we need to be able to, sit, to say that this is going to be a team that brings XYZ, whatever that is, whether it's a great defensive team, that has their 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 offensive, of course, shortcomings, right? Because no no team is perfect, but can they be that, right? Can you be a team that digs in, right? Can you be a team that plays together, that plays for each other, right? And I know those are kind of buzzwords that kind of sounds like some Jim Boylan shit, but like at the end of the day, this team needs to figure it out. And, you know, the t there's talent here on this team. And I do think better coaching would get more out of the talent here, but that's not coming, right? You have to figure it out. And so hopefully this team does this upcoming season. I, 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 you guys know I'm a more optimistic Bulls team, but I cannot overstate how much coming into training camp, this team needs to compete. This team needs to push each other. This team needs to do all those things that make teams good, right? We just Can we just be a sustained good team? Good team, right? We've had flashes of being good. We've had flashes of being great at times, but we need to be consistently good enough in this Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference that Maybe wide open. Now, I'm not saying the Bulls can go to the top of the Eastern Conference or anything like that, but this is the year that the Bulls need to show and prove that we have, we have so many questions on this team that we need to start getting answers to some of those questions with the players on this roster. But let me know what you guys think on everything down below. That's my time for today. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag, the number to do so, 773 270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys and like we like to end every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.